Hey, everybody. Good news. We're doing the Comedy Fantasy Camp again. Jay Leno's going to be there. I'm going to be there. John Lovitz is going to be there. Caroline Ray is going to be there. Many, many other big comedians are going to be there. February 29th through March 3rd. Tickets are going to go fast, and it's all going to culminate at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. So come and join us at the Comedy Fantasy Camp and work with the pros. Get your tickets at ComedyFantasyCamp.com. Dive into crime on Pluto TV. Unravel the mysteries on shows like CSI and Criminal Minds. Or follow the clues in Blue Bloods and NCIS. With thousands of free crime movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is the true home of crime. Download the Pluto TV app and start streaming now on live channels and on demand. You better run for your life. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. (sighs) Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip. And if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast. The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Mark Garagos <laughs> and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Mark and Dr. Drew Show. Get it on, got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Adam Absent, Mark Garagos in the house. Where, and, where is Adam celebrating Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day coinciding? What's definitely going on? not Valentine's Day. I've never <laughs> seen him do that. I've never seen him celebrate a religious holiday either, so I doubt it. And he had some uh, work commitments. But... Um, yeah, it's, as the mics were heating up, uh, Mark, was this the last one? Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, you know, I, I miss this. I know. It's we got, we got my, to do more. It's my, you know, Adam's going to get mad because I used to say Reasonable Doubt was the best hour of the week. This may be the best week of the year. Uh, best week of the year. Uh, huh? we'll there we go. Awesome. what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I love uh, it. I love it. It's so, you know, it's, it's really like a freestyling of... Two old white guys who... <laughs> old, professional who, white guys. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm a self-professed bicoastal elite, and um, I guess so are you in a In, in a, a weird way, way yeah. yeah. I don't... Yeah, yes, it's true. And, uh, you know, it's funny spending a lot of time in New York, as we do. Uh, it, I have this totally different relationship with the tax system there. Which is very familiar. It's very similar to what the tax system is here. But you get stuff. You get parks and transportation and the bridges are – you get all kinds of things. Here you get nothing. It's a toilet. You're throwing the money down. Well, it's also – it's so frustrating that especially in the city. Um, New York City. Yeah. The city – does they try at least? I mean, yeah. that's the thing that yeah. I admire about New yep. York City. They try. They may not make it, you know, and I may disagree and whatever else. But at least I see trying. L.A. No, I'll give Karen Bass this much credit. At least when I get off the off ramp, it's I'm not looking at what I used to. But 
it's almost like um, they still haven't cracked the code. For what? What do you say? The the idea that we've got this legitimate, I don't care who you are, there is a legitimate problem with the people on the street and their mental health. And I know we keep talking about it, but (laughs) how long can you let that go on? It's not doing them any favors. It's also lost its political import to the the people that were using it as some sort of indictment of capitalism they can't right. it's ridiculous it, it's not home prices it's nothing like that it's ridiculous i mean yes things are expensive rent is too damn high yes 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 it nothing to do with the homeless problem right and it, it's getting nothing it, it's whatsoever getting and by the way the i i was i've got a uh, i've got a couple of cases where the there was street vendor activists who were pursuing um, guys and, and things. And it was the craziest. It was like, what makes you wake up in the morning and want to embrace? Well, I'm guessing somebody funds it. Yeah. And that's the really it has hideous to part. Be. Yeah, that's the hideous part about and this. Mind and mind you, and I'm then, only two generations removed from me, my father and grandfather selling fruits and vegetables in Alhambra. So yeah. I get it. But at the same time, the, it, it seems to me that there are this issue is is kind of a proxy or a Trojan horse. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not working anymore. People people are not falling for it. No, and no. I think generally people are not falling for all the BS. Right, whether it's COVID, whether it's you know what we're discovering with the Twitter files, whether it's you know government overreach all over the place. People are like starting to wake up. The but the hard part for me is this back to a thing we were saying I guess last show, which is how do we talk to our peers? There's still well, are people who that are, are so your peers because who are your peers at this point that you can talk to about this? Most of mine have fled, um, you know, California. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um, that's interesting. The, the lawyers are interesting. I don't know if you find in the medical community, who do you talk to now? I end up talking to people that were canceled, like Jay Bhattacharya, you know, people. It's one of the most brilliant. Yes, and really a serious scientist and a great human. And people like that, I end up sort of turning to to have these conversations. But when I talk to like people I work around in my office, I can see their abdomen tightening up up just at. (laughs) Yeah. And where is that coming from? Is that. PTSD from cancellation? Well, like, or? like they were, for a while, they were supposed to wear masks in the medical environment. That seemed insane to me. Surgical masks, always insane because they don't, that, they're useless. Uh, even though I know there was a recent study where it looked like there was, there's all, I don't know what's wrong with that study, but something's wrong with that. Surgical masks are useless. That's just mechanically the case for, for an aerosolized respiratory virus, not for a spit-borne bacteria, which is why surgeons wear them. Right. It's an aerosolized uh, respiratory virus. And um, my the, the doctors in my office started wearing them, and my staff was like, I don't know. I don't want to be doing it. I'm like, don't wait, screw it. And just to have the conversation, impossible to have the conversation. You can't have the conversation. And so my thing is, hey, you want to cover yourself? Fine. You're not helping anybody else. And you're also, you're not even helping yourself because you're not wearing the right kind of mask. But all right, good luck. You know, I was, I, I was thinking about this because you. And by the way, that passed. Where did that all go? Yeah. Oh, the whole world shut down because, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's like, you know, I was thinking uh, during the speaking of the Super Bowl, which both of us missed at Adam's house. I would have loved to have heard Adam's reaction to the RFK ad. 
Oh, yeah. Um, did you see the RFK I did. It was ad? interesting, yeah. Yeah, very What was your reaction to that? My reaction to that was I, I either it's an implanted memory or I remember the original ad. Yes. I thought it was very clever that yes. apparently his whole family came out and trashed him. Which is weird. Right. By the way, it wasn't his ad. It was a Super PAX. It was a Super PAX ad, yeah. which drove people crazy. And... It must have worked then. Yeah, obviously it had, because there were some of those ads, a couple that were good, but most were really bad. But it's interesting how he's been kind of, or there's a movement to marginalize him and make him into a caricature. This is a guy, mind you, I, I spoke earlier in the week when we were talking about national trial lawyers, when I first met him was at National Trial Lawyers, people, or a lot of people forget, this was a guy who was at the highest echelon of environmental lawyers. Cleaned he, up the Hudson River. He, he, Single-handedly. He, he used to sue and do get incredible results mm-hmm. and hold polluters and environmental scofflaws accountable. I mean, this was a guy who did the work. We're not talking about some fly-by-night insane person running around anti-vaxxer or whatever the characterization is. This is a serious guy. I mean, you know, in some ways... In some ways. It reminds me of the caricature, and this will drive people crazy, of Hunter Biden. I, I talked to Hunter Biden. Hunter is thoughtful, smart, Guy who had an addiction problem, readily admits it, has overcome the addiction problem, was working at Boyce Schiller, which is not an inconsequential law firm, yeah. is a smart, smart guy. The the caricature that has uh, that of him is, is really offensive, and it's the same caricature of RFK Jr. RFK Jr. is not some tinfoil hat wearing crazy. I'm I've not signed I've not endorsed him, but I've been working with him for a while. And he said something to me, my first interview with him was probably a year or so ago. He said, You know, you're really courageous to talk to me. And I was like, What? <laughs> I need I need bravery to have a conversation with another professional in public. What is wrong with us? And that, that's when I immediately was like, well, I gotta I gotta get up around this guy. I want to support him because the fact that he is being cartoonized, but who right. isn't turned into a cartoon by the if you if you run amok of the press in particular, you're turned into a cartoon. Yeah, I mean, right and, away. and by the way, do I think that? Trump is the caricature that he's been made out to? No. And I don't think Biden is the caricature he's been made out to. I know for a fact, I don't know either Trump or the president, but I know for a fact, based on my dealings with RFK Jr. and with Hunter, they're not that, they're not even, it's not even close. It's not even remotely close, the the, the caricature that they've been made out to. And I, you know, I say this about, um, Kamala, Kamala, for the and I've laughed as much as anybody when when vignettes of her come up. I I get a I get entertained, <laughs> but she I've seen her. She's got a skill set that I have watched when she was in the Senate when she would cross examine people. She's got a skill set. Well, I, I remember that too, and yeah. that's why I look now. And go what what's going I, on? I, it's the caricature. I mean, she used to. Um, in the Senate, and I don't know whether it's her handlers, I don't know whatever else, but she has been um, marginalized, and it's a caricature. That's not who 
you, I you know, know in a courtroom. You know the the. I wonder if it's her staff hanging her out to dry or something. Because I, the the James O'Keefe thing I did, he was did a guerrilla interview with a high level White House official, who was talking shit about what's going on with Kamala and how how particularly she mistreats her African-American male staff, I think he said, and that generally she's terrible to work for. And I'm wondering if they're the ones sort of setting, kind of setting putting the, the knives out. Well, it's sort of hanging her out to dry a little it bit. It would really be interesting. I don't know where you would go to do it. It would be interesting to get somebody who comes at these things or reports these things without all of the baggage and the caricature. Well, so that's why... <laughs> That's why there is a Tucker Carlson and there is a James O'Keefe, because these are just concerned citizens that are going at it their own way, but are actually going at it, going the stuff that people aren't doing. Well, and and look, I could disagree with Tucker, and I probably do on an infinite amount of (laughs) social issues, but at the same time, why do I not want to listen to Vladimir Putin. And why, why do I don't care? I, yeah. Why do I? Why is it that that's giving him a I, this idea that if I give somebody a platform, I'm endorsing them? Oh my God! This is the this is the insanity of the present moment. How right? dare you platform? <laughs> You're platforming somebody. That that is that is it, sunshine is how you a address paranoia. You want to make paranoia worse? You start covering stuff up. Right. That's how paranoia gets going. And secondly, trust the people to make their own decisions. People well, are that's, not dumb. And who's our government to be telling who we should and shouldn't be talking to and listening to? That is disgusting. So I watched just last night or the night before uh, the senator from Louisiana mm-hmm. um, doing a, uh, a cross-examination, if you will, it was a Senate hearing, with a woman who was a current state circuit court judge. Okay. Do your spot and I'll... All right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Of course, BetterHelp is something I have uh, been supporting for quite some time. I've well, said you sure? You were early money. Yeah. They, we're going to talk about parallel economies in a minute, too. This is part of that. And it's just opportunity. It's And it is... The services they provide there are good. I've been very satisfied with them. I, of course, have been in therapy myself, and of course, I've helped in mental health situations. So this is, and now, now one of the issues that people have always pointed at is I'm embarrassed, or there's some stigma. You can't. That's not an excuse with BetterHelp anymore. So stop it. And of course, relationships happen when both people put in the work to make them great. And uh, therapy can help help improve that and flush that out even more. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Right, Emmy? That's right. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Adam and Drew today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Adam and Drew. Wow. You know... Adam is somewhere because I just got a text. From him? Yeah. All right. And you know why? All right. Look at this. I can't wait. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that gorgeous? You know what he's doing? He's sitting backstage killing time. He's a a 58 Porsche 356 Emory Special Speedster. God, what a gorgeous. Look at that car. He's he's killing time. He's uh, probably doing. uh, Yeah. Wow, what a car. What's that show called? Oh, what is the Some show? Funny You what? Asked? Funny You Should Ask. Yeah, yeah. Funny You Should Ask. Wow. I mean, I'm, that, 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 that got me sidetracked. All right, all right. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's go back. Let's so, talk about parallel economies a little bit. Because, okay. Because because of all this craziness, uh, 
people are getting, you know, they, all the stuff we're talking about, people are aware of it. At least I, what I find is when people aren't aware of it, that's, that's, I, I you wonder, I, as I say, what, how do you stay in the silo? Exactly. How do you not at least question some of these and By things? the way, my father used to have an expression about when I'd say, why are you miserable? Or why you say, what are you? only happy people are kind of slow. That was kind of <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not seeing it all, I guess. I, I, I don't know. But, but the, because people are tired of buying products from people that seem to hate them right. or are not interested in what their needs are, these parallel economies are coming up all over the place. It's amazing. Yeah. And what would you give as probably the best example of a brand that's leaned into that? Well, I'm going to tell – I'm gonna, in a few minutes, I'm going to give a, a plug for the Wellness Company. It's a group I've been working with. And it's I, I'm so tired of trying to support the physician-patient relationship. It's been so adulterated by physicians being employees, by time constraints, by electronic records, by insurance companies. Now I'm thinking – I just want to empower the patient. I want to give them things they should have. Like when I, when I, um, when I, I patients go on trips all the time. My patients, right. and I give them a kit. I give them a kit of antibiotics and antibiotics. What a great idea! And, and so we're going to do that through the wellness company. Give them travel kits. Right. They, it's not like people don't know how to. These are. Co- you know that's so funny. You say that. I was talking with my partner, FaceTiming, who with my the New York partner, who's off some foreign country at a beach somewhere yeah. and she's wearing her sunglasses and lately so what are you doing she she takes her glasses off she's got an eye infection oh, and and I said what are you going to do she goes I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm you know it's a short trip I didn't bring anything I don't know anybody here blah 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 that would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. And you're giving me some more ideas for stuff to put in the kits, by the way. And we have emergency kits with antibiotics and things which names you've heard, man, you know right. how to use them. And a kit and instructions on how what and what the criteria. Idea. And then telehealth backing it up if you have any questions. Like she could call telehealth. Right. And you get and diagnosed. And, and by the way, it, she's in Spain, is that what you said? Uh, she's in, I want to say St. Bart's. Oh, uh, I don't know what situation. What country owns that? St. Bart's <laughs> is, is English? English, is it not? So, it, the point being is they've got a lot of stuff over the counter. And with that telehealth, you can go, all right, go in the pharmacy and get blah, 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 and that'll take care of it. It's just these things should all have patients should have access to this stuff. The system is so encumbered and so broken. And COVID just pulled the scab off where you could see all the short fuck Well, it, it's, you know, they for me personally, and I, I think I've told you this a zillion times. In fact, when I did your show, I think mentioned it. I remember cross-examining in a case where we hit for a zillion dollars. We were, I was representing a nonprofit suing Pfizer. Mm. We had the chief medical officer on the stand. Oh, I remember the story. Tell me. Yeah. Tell it. And I'm cross-examining this guy. And we're talking about, I forget the drug, but it was one you knew about. It was a pain reliever. And it was killing people. Vioxx was a part of the Yeah, biopsy. it was Vioxx. And um, so I kept asking the question, when did you realize that you were killing people? Objection! I'm just, and they wanted to muzzle me in front of the jury and uh, that it was an adverse event. It wasn't killing people. Oh. And I mean, literally, that was okay. a motion okay. that was brought that I, Mr. Garrigus could no longer say killing people. He has to say adverse event. And when the jury saw right through it, awarded a zillion dollars, and obviously the judge took it away from us, yeah. and, and you know, but it was eye-opening because they put experts on the stand. Pfizer did, and I, 
I would ask, I, and I had parachuted in this case, I don't know, a short time before the trial. So I'm looking at the guy's CV as they call him, and they're calling him on direct. And I'm looking at his CV. This guy used to work for Pfizer. Of course. And so then I start cross-examining. You work for Pfizer now. I, or, I mean, back then, yes. And you were one of, you were in their medical um, department, whatever you want to call it, back when all of this was going on. Yeah. And now you're a consultant somewhere else. And, they, and then you went straight into the FDA. And then you, I mean, it was insane, the revolving door. And, and that now is routine. Back in the Vioxx days, we would have been like, hey, well, what's going on here? Now it's like, that's how they do it. Yeah. And that's what RFK Jr. alerted me to. And again. He kept, he, I, I watched something, by the way, I want to say from 2011, where he was explaining this, which would have been four years after I, three years after I tried that case. And it was, because I'll tell you, 2008, whenever we tried it, I was astonished. How do you get away with this? So let's look at that. It's a great great uh, sort of uh, jumping off point to talk about the vaccine, which is that Vioxx killed eight people, 12 people, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, 12 people. It was an excellent medication, by the way. It really was a good painkiller. And I was I was disturbed when it was taken off the off the air, but I mean, off the, you know, Market. taken away, but okay, I understand. Eight, and it was being people. used, was that a, as I remember, it's been so long, wasn't it being used off-label too? And they I'm were, sure, yeah. we use everything off-label, right. but, but 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 I have some pain in arthritis patients that have never been the same since they took Vioxx off the market. Really? It really was, yeah. But it was dangerous medicine. They killed, killed 12 people. Now, fast forward to the vaccine, right? So how did they decide that, that Vioxx was having an adverse effect, right? Who decided that? Did they? Did, how did that come to light? You, you remember how? Yeah, how? I well, I'll tell you how it came to light. Yeah. The accusation was that my client had a database that he had assembled from spy centers. And it was ischemia, um, and had I think, as I remember, twenty-two. He inputted all the data, so right. he had a so one person robot. was able to make the association. Yeah, and why couldn't Vi- uh, Pfizer make the association? What were they? What were they, they missing? They didn't want. What they were they missing? But they must have seen the events, right? They saw it, yeah. but they wanted to not. They wanted to avoid doing the. The study. Okay. And so the way you do that was basically the allegation was was to hire one of the scientists, co-opt him. To tell him it's not. Exactly. Well, guess what they're doing with the vaccine? What? So when a serious event occur, what is the FDA now? It's the FDA that does it. They hire a guy. They They got a guy. They got a guy who goes out and says this was or was not related to the vaccine. That's it. That's the same playbook as Vioxx. And 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 nobody is back. And there are people. Nobody says a word because you know what happens? You end up getting. You end up getting. You you sue them. You show it. You lay it out. It's all in the record. Go go take a look. I laid it out in 2008. And what happens? Judge takes the verdict away. And you go on your merry way. And 15 years later, 16 years later, we're here talking about the same playbook with the same company. And, and infinitely the, and the more adverse, event, adverse right. events. And so now, uh, J, J, look up Joseph Fryman, F-R-A-I-M-A-N, if you guys are interested in his stuff. He did some very excellent studies on it. He has phone conversations that he taped because he's in Louisiana with the FDA, and it's just 
astonishing I stuff. I would love say. to hear that. Oh, I did a couple of interviews with this guy. There's one where he's on his team as a rheumatologist from UCLA, a uh, pediatric rheumatologist who had a, a, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old die like within 24 hours of receiving the vaccine. He sent in a report to VAERS, ignored. And uh, he goes, the head of the FDA is on the phone. He goes, I, it just, it's just an end of one here, but here was my experience. And the guy goes, oh, I mean, we normally take those things kind of seriously. It's hard to think that fell through the cracks. And Dr. Fryman goes, it did fall through the cracks. You should be freaking out and saying, we're going to get to the bottom of this immediately, and it will never happen again. Instead, it's like, well, I guess, I guess it fell through the cracks. Seven-year-old's dead. And, and then you're going to send the guy out, a guy, to decide whether or not it has something to do with the vaccine. That guy. It, it is... And now Florida, you know, Florida's taking some action on this, right? The uh, Surgeon General there is, I think... Yeah, I saw that, but I'm not sure that he didn't get, uh, for the legal term, cock-blocked on that, if I'm not mistaken. We'll find out what Take he did. Take a look. He, he, I think, stopped it for kids. Right, I but think I a... think that that got... Well, I'll take a look. Let All right. me see if I can find it. All right, I'm going to talk with the wellness company now. And, of course, uh, there are many pharmaceuticals produced outside the U.S. When a crisis hits, they can clamp down on those exports. So stockpiling... Rising prices, empty pharmacy shelves. You need to have the stuff yourself. You should have it. You should be empowered with it. And, of course, since COVID, the reliance on China for prescription has only gotten worse. Be prepared. The wellness company's medical emergency kit. I talked about the travel kit, which is coming out soon. But this is the medical emergency kit. Eight life-saving medications, amoxicillin, z pack ivermectin, a guidebook for safe use. The wellness company's emergency medical e- Medical emergency kit. Uh, it, it, look, we should all have this. We know how to right? use these things. It's ridiculous that we I will. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, you should in have it. Heartbeat. Just sign up for I'm it. I'm going to get it. And it's not just the supply chains. That just, it's having these things on hand. You know, you've used Z-Pang. We yes, use it. I know, of course. It. And we have some direction. And we have uh, telehealth on the backside if you need help. There you go, Emmy. By the way, that's all, that's all I want. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I think want about think the about basics. And what people do instead is go to an urgent care center, which is a giant infrastructure with multiple employees. You're paying for all of that for no reason, right? And by Emmy? the way, oh. well, Emmy I work first. in the Emmy way. First. Of Emmy. Okay. And by the <laughs> That's way. right. Go to twc.health/ads and grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health/ads. Code ads saves you ten percent at checkout. Don't wait until you need it. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Kits are only available in the USA. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now, there's a barmaid there, good-looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I Usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go. Go in my pocket. Take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. 
What's that? Okay, so I was going to say, by the way, it's probably also healthier because the last place in the world I ever want to go is an emergency room or an urgent care center. Because everybody who's there, God knows what they've got. And the physician, outpatient physicians are so busy, what you're going to get is they'll see in two weeks. No, have it on hand. It's and ridiculous. by the way, I what I love about telehealth is if you are, you know, now that you've got the ability through a search engine to kind of plug in your symptoms, kind of figure out what's happening with your body, mm-hmm. then you've got somebody you can test it again, yeah, which yeah. is what I do with you. Yeah. I've done a million times with you. I do it with yeah. I've got a friend Teo who's a who's a good friend. I do it with him. I've got Ara, who's another one, Dr. John. I mean, I've got a network of guys that I talk to, and that's my telehealth. Yes. I just need the little, I need the goodies. Yes. The well, goodie bag. TWC. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Dr. Latipo, if somebody yes. interviewed a number of times, you find anything out about what happened there? Or? No, no, but I, I will. No, what happened when I come back? He, he took I, down the vaccines about a week ago, maybe even a couple days I ago. I think that, I, well, I'm not going to speak out of turn. We'll wait and but see. How, what I, but it was the governor and, and he. Yeah, had. but I think that, I think there was some legal action that was taken. I mean, I'll find to it. put a stay. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, you have to think, to, you know, I remember in real time that you were the one who alerted me to the fact that the risk from this to kids under five. The vaccine? Yeah. Uh, it's To me, it's the, really the risk in the teenage and young adult males where we know there's myocarditis. We know it. Myocarditis is a no bullshit problem. Lots of arrhythmias. Lots of I, I'm beginning. I've seen some very bizarre coronary disease lately in young people, and I'm beginning to like like a Mulhotra is convinced that that is part of it too. I'm beginning to wonder, and none of it is getting picked up and studied. Why? And I, Why I don't, wouldn't I don't because know. I guess no pharmacy com- pharmaceutical to fund it or something. I, well, I, I you don't would know. think they would want to fund and, it, and right? Create do, the problem and then fund. Isn't that the the joke about Ozempic? They can it's, fix it. Yeah. yeah, they can fix it after they've created. It. But but the the. The, and then the editorial biases, they won't publish it. I mean, the, mind you, the, to me, the, again, they're poster children for each of these topics. And the one for non-publishing of good studies, there was a woman uh, named Menneke, I think her last name was, a physician researcher in Denmark, who had a study that showed in the early days of the pandemic, 90% of the adverse events from the vaccine were in 10% of the, of the vats, of the of the units. I read that. And that study that. took two years to get published. You can get it published anywhere. And there should have been a whole school of follow-on studies. Nothing. That's, that is, there's something terribly wrong. Well, you know, they, this is once again the problem with immunity. When yes. you approve something, you give it immunity. The EUA. It, it immunity. Is, to quote our, our fearless leader, Adam, uh, there's only one way it can go. And my greatest issue is the very people, like I watched a video with Peter Hotez yesterday where he was like, EUAs are no good. It's rushing things out. It's not going through the normal pathways. And then we're not doing the research we normally do. Fast forward two months. He's like, yeah, we rushed it out. Well, it's a great vaccine. It's lucky us. And, and it's like, okay, we have problems with this vaccine. We're wondering about it. Why can't we ask the pharmaceutical company, why doesn't the FDA ask to go back and do the studies they would normally do? Why, Actually why, do them. And what's the harm? What's the? Guess what? Yes. There might be some issues there, uh, and so the, the fact that they're not asking for it is scandalous, in my opinion. It's a serious scandal, 
and uh, in the meantime, push, 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 to, uh, particularly in populations. I mean, we're the one, one of the only countries in the world that pushes it in children. Yeah, I know. That's why I come back to that. The one with children really gives me a lot of pause. Great Britain, the UK is starting to have a little bit of momentum with getting things actually looked at. They're slowly getting things in front of the MPs, slowly getting into the parliament. What do you think's the catalyst for that? Um, just activists, people, people, people who've been harmed by the vaccine. The, the, the prime minister was on a TV show, and one of them stood up and said, what are you going to do about me? I'm sick. I've been sick ever since I took this vaccine that you required me to do. And he said, I'm going to look into it. We've never had anything like that before. Uh, we, will, we will have an inquiry. I wonder how much is the virus, how much is the vaccine, and why that How much has, is both? How much is both? Right. I just want to know I that. I suspect both. Yeah. And so do so I. Question, I think the virus, I think the virus has, you know. Well, here's my opinion. It's the spike protein. Right. And the spike protein is produced when you get infected, and it's produced when you take the vaccine. So if the spike protein is the pathogenic medicine, where does the risk-reward diathesis shift, your... and it's no longer worth vaccinating people against a mild, mild, mild illness? And no one's having those conversations. It's just like, it works, it works, it's good, it works, it's great. Right. And if the virus has kind of mutated to the point where it's— So mild. So mild. Yep. And, and we've been exposed enough times endemic, to have the immunity. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What is the what is the point? Because the point. What is the point? What is the point? Especially when there is some, you can argue about how big the risk is. Some risk to say a twenty three year old male. There is some risk to him, and while there is we, no risk of the virus. Right, and if that's the case, historically, if we go back to Vioxx, if we're going to have that as a as kind of a five-alarm fire yeah. standard, standard yeah. then why are we abandoning that standard here? I think the only way this is going to get sorted out is in the court. So please, if you, I can introduce you to a guy that's doing the kind of data collation that your your person did with Vioxx. They're I would out there. Love to, I would love to see that. The problem is, is that the immunity takes out, I hate to be crass about it, takes out the prize. So who's going to fund this if there's no way to recoup later on? And it's an interesting kind of discussion. You know, people always want to tort reform and they always want to, you know, kind of um, caricature, since we love to talk about that, um, litigation. But, you know, some of the things that have been some of the greatest solutions to problems, societal problems, have been born out of litigation. And I feel like all the stuff we've talked about all week, the courts are our only hope. Yeah, it really it's, are. It's got, and you so know, I, it's, I've, I've heard a lot less about tort reform lately. I got to yeah, tell you, yeah, because yeah. people start to understand. Well, it's interesting. Also, I read a article about a guy whose name I've got a metal block on right now, who has started the conservative movement's funding of taking over the courts, mm. and the article's premise and conclusion was is that on the right, at least, that they they decided at a certain point that the courts were where they could have the most impact. And so they've backed off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, the I sort of the average citizen who is sort of a moderate and kind of independent, I, those are the people that need 
they're not going to get representation, it feels like, certainly not in the press. And so the court and By gonna, their politicians, they're going to compete. And the politicians. They're going to compete. A, you know, you hear all the bromides about special interests yeah. and this or that, but it's very hard to get on the phone and get a politician to explain what your problem is. In fact, they, t- they tend to have the opposite. They don't want to hear the, that. So. And they seem adulterated. Yeah. They seem completely... Right, because I, it, they've got, they're in a never-ending fundraising yeah, and, machine and, or echo and chamber. That is, and then uh, we have just horrible. we got, we got to get through this. I, I, again, study your history, everybody. We've talked about that a little bit this week. It, it's, it's what will inform how we proceed. And uh, I wish you... Um, Godspeed in getting as many of this stuff in front of a judge as possible. And well, uh, it's the, the hopefully, knock on wood, November we've got one of these going to trial. So we, uh, a a vaccine thing? It's no, but it's the shutdown. Oh it's yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah. 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 That I mean, I, if we can get past that, the, the next step after that. And and we have to put some. And, and then we have the World Health Organization bearing down on us. I mean, all this stuff needs, there needs to be a massive, massive it's gonna it, be it, pushback, pushback, everybody. You're, you don't realize how, how much of your life is going to be impacted by this and impeded by it. And they don't care. They don't no, care. No, at all. At all. Incredible. It's only one way. So, all right, we got to wrap this thing up. Mark's I, been a pleasure all week. We can I, we can go another two weeks easy, easy, and so, easy. Thank yeah. you to the Butt Boys. Thank you, thank you, sir. A reasonable yeah. doubt. Lamag.org. Yeah, yeah. com. Mark, thank you so much. And uh, for thank me, it's uh, Rumble Channel. Check that out. Doctor.tv. Doctor.com. We'll see you all there. See you next time. Mahalo. Hey, guys. Thank you. Dive into crime on Pluto TV. Unravel the mysteries on shows like CSI and Criminal Minds. Or follow the clues in Blue Bloods and NCIS. With thousands of free crime movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is the true home of crime. Download the Pluto TV app and start streaming now on live channels and on demand. You better run for your life. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.